Welcome to the Team Packed Podcast with your hosts, Jessica McIntyre and Quinton Coolz. We hope to inspire you to think critically and biblically about current issues facing our culture, challenge you to make a difference in your community, and ultimately change the world. The command in Scripture to observe the Sabbath and keep it holy is one that is often forgotten by believers. But in a culture that values the hustle and grind of work, Sabbath has become more important than ever. But how does the Sabbath apply to us today, and how should we practice it? This episode is Fighting for Rest, where we'll discuss the background of Sabbath and practical ways Christians can practice it today. Thanks for joining us on this episode of the podcast. Uh, Jay Mack and I are joined today uh, by Elizabeth Albano, who we work with at Teen Pact. And Elizabeth, it's great to have you. Yeah. Great to have you on this side of the microphone. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, For those who don't know, I usually do the sound things, uh, editing and (laughs) sampling the podcast. So (laughs) very ambiguous, but generally she's on the other side, just kind of looking at us and trying to make us <laughs> say different things awkwardly. Uh, good times, but, good times. Yeah. So. Uh, well, we're really excited about this particular topic and to have you here, Elizabeth, to talk about it. I know this is something you're really passionate about. Um, you know, when we think about Sabbath, we think about rest. Um, obviously, the very first place to start would be going to Genesis and thinking about creation and how you know, Genesis 2 starts out, verse 1, thus the heavens and the earth were finished and all the host of them. And on the seventh day, God finished his work that he'd done and he rested on the seventh day from all the work that he'd done. He talks about how he blessed it and he made it holy. And it was meant to be this thing that was set apart for him, for the people to rest in a way that, that modeled after their creator. Um, so obviously, you know, that that's something that was written into the law. Um, that's something that the people of Israel followed. Um, and, you know, as we progress through the Bible, we come to Jesus <laughs> and we have to wrestle with what Sabbath means once Jesus comes. And I, I think we see that kind of pick up very prominently in Hebrews. You look at Hebrews 4 and it talks about very specific, specifically, a Sabbath rest and and what that looks like. And it's very interesting to me uh, that it uses words like, um, therefore, make every effort to enter rest um, and, and uses language like that to say, no, this is still important. And we know that, you know, Christ came and fulfilled, fulfilled the law, but this still stands Um but I think we need to work out how that kind of translates, you know, in today's today's society, what that means for us practically in our lives. And how do we make every effort to enter into that rest that is still a promise for us, like it says in Hebrews. So what does that look like for you guys? What does it look mm-hmm. like to rest? And what is your experience with Sabbath? Mm. So I don't know about you guys, but growing up, um, when I heard the word Sabbath, I think I had these connotations in my mind of, you know, on the Sabbath, you you get up and you put on your church clothes, you go to church, and then the rest of the day you go home and, you know, you don't do any work, you know, you don't cook, you don't clean. Instead, you sit at home and you think really holy thoughts and you're very <laughs> solemn and you're quiet and you're still and that's what Sabbath is. Mm-hmm. And that was just what I thought it was going to be like. And But then... When I was in college, um, I was an RA, um, and I had to go back early for some training. 
I mean, I remember we were part of a couple of training sessions. I went to a Christian school, um, just for context there. But um, we had a couple of training sessions that were talking about spiritual disciplines. Um, and the first one I went to was on Sabbath. And I remember walking in and being a little confused while we were talking about Sabbath, because in my mind, it was something that was part of the Old Testament. Um, it's one of those Ten Commandments that, you know, we don't really worry about anymore because, you know, we're under the new law and all those things. Um, but I remember walking out of that session having my perspective changed because, you know, before that, um, it's so easy for us to fall into this mindset of continually working. Um, so much of our identity becomes tied up in that and we are constantly working and putting out effort. We're grinding, we're trying to accomplish things. It almost kind of feels like, you know, you're working your way up a hill and, you know, you're trying to to get as much as you can out of every single day. But in that session, she illustrated for us how Sabbath is something that we as believers now should still be engaging in. And it is something that can restore us and um, give us an opportunity to commune with the Lord. Um, so for me today, um, it's changed a lot through different seasons. And that's something I'd encourage listeners, you know, a lot of you, I'm sure, are different. Some of you might be students, uh, alumni, whatnot. Um but Sabbath will look very different for you in every day. Um, so I guess we can talk a little bit about, you know, what it looks like for well, us Well, yeah, now. And I, th- I think we need to wrestle with that mm-hmm. because, you know, in the Old Testament time period under the Old Covenant, uh, Sabbath, I mean, even on which day of the week it is, it was on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Friday night to Saturday night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then now, you know, kind of Christianity as as Jesus came and the apostles and so forth, it, it, it turned into celebrating the resurrection mm-hmm. on Sunday and that's like the Lord's Day. Mm-hmm. And then through different, you know, church traditions, some people still recognize like a full day. And then other people look at, you know, places like Hebrews 4 and they're saying, okay, what does it look like if Jesus finished his work for us, just like God finished his work and creation? Mm-hmm. Like Jesus was the perfect completion of what God was modeling for us. So, okay, but is there still... An implication mm-hmm. for our lives mm-hmm. today. Yeah. And so, and does it need to be a full day of the holy thoughts sitting in quiet? <laughs> or or is there some other way of of us um almost like aligning our hearts and minds with that completed work of Christ? Like mm-hmm. I think that's what Sabbath is ultimately pointing to, mm-hmm. right? It's not mm-hmm. it's not even pointing to us and, and our work, that our work is somehow complete. It's it's pointing to Jesus mm-hmm. <laughs> and pointing at how his work is complete. And so in many ways, it should be a magnification of him. Um, and yeah, I, I, I guess in my family context, um, you know, we, we would do less on Sundays, mm-hmm. um, but I don't know that, I mean, we didn't, we weren't, you know, we didn't say that you couldn't uh, go to the grocery store or that you couldn't mm-hmm. go to a friend's house or you couldn't play basketball or things like that. Like we still did a lot of those things. Um, I do remember though that that a lot of the things that we would otherwise consider as as work, as something that would, um, you know, require some sort of like strain or, or great effort, um, you know, we, we would kind of set those things aside. Um, and, and I think that was really valuable. I think Mm -hmm. I didn't realize, you know, how my parents blessed me with that Mm -hmm. kind of model growing up, but I'm grateful for it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think growing up, it was a lot less specifically, you don't do this and you don't do that. It Mm -hmm. was more the principle 
behind the things, which I think is something important to recognize mm-hmm. in our lives today. For us, for a long time, when we were uh, home churching and whatnot, <laughs> Saturday was the day we cleaned like crazy and you just so much work and you dreaded that day <laughs> so much you're like no we are hosting again oh, no yes um saturdays were definitely the work day at the cools as well yeah. exactly like fixing all the things you're like oh, yes. oh no the screen door is broken again we got a fixing company's coming for the sabbath um but and then and then all day long on sunday it was people were just at our house all day from like eight in the morning till who even knows. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but I think that could be seen as work, but for us, it was really a time of, yeah, stopping. Like mm-hmm. you work really hard, um, to get to a place where you can take some time to kind of step back and rest mm-hmm. and, and just stop and acknowledge that this is a day that's set apart. Yeah. Um, and you have to be intentional I think was the biggest thing that I came away from my childhood and just recognizing how my parents kind of came at that mm-hmm. was you you have to work really hard on the other days to mm-hmm. actually be disciplined mm-hmm. yeah. to recognize the Sabbath mm-hmm. um, as we ought to. Yeah. It's really interesting. I love, though, that, you know, that for you guys, it was a day, it wasn't where you focused on the things you couldn't do, but instead of focusing on the things you could do. And mm-hmm. I think that that's sometimes where mm-hmm. our culture gets wrong about Sabbath is that we view it as a day where you can't work and you must stop. But instead, you know, when you think about even in scripture, when um, God first gave the commandment to them, he, it wasn't that, you know, he didn't say thou shall not work. It was, you know, thou shall keep the, or make the day and keep it holy. Um, it was an encouragement. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that that's what we get wrong so often. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Even in, uh, I was reflecting on uh, a passage after the golden calf incident uh, on Sinai and mm-hmm. uh, Moses is talking to God and, and God is kind of sending them out from Sinai, and he says something to the effect of, you know, uh, he asks God a question, and, and, and God says, I- I'm going to go with you. My presence is going mm-hmm. with you, and I'm going to give you rest. Mm-hmm. And that was just like, oh, wow. And that's pointing all the way to Messiah. Mm-hmm. And then when Jesus comes and he finishes that work, and then now we're on that, on that side of the mm-hmm. cross, and we get to reflect on and wrestle with what, mm-hmm. what does it mean to enter that rest? What does mm-hmm. it mean... J-Mac, like you were saying earlier, to even like fight for that. Like we have to wrestle through that, figure that out. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of different ways that that might, uh, that might work itself out. Um, you know, a lot of our listeners are probably, you know, full of very busy lives. Um, many of them are students. Um, and, uh, and I'm wondering, you know, we all uh, mm-hmm. have been students over the past number of years. And uh, have you guys wrestled with that, especially mm-hmm. when you have like, school deadlines and other work and your, you know, other, other important things that you've committed to. And so your, your time is like really stretched thin. You've got a lot of things to do. For me, I found it really, really hard to set aside any time that's like designated for rest, like not even a day, but even like an hour. Mm -hmm. Like to me, like I need to maximize Saturday and Sunday Mm -hmm. and every evening and every morning before, you know, it's like, I'm trying to get, I'm squeezing every little bit out of it. Mm -hmm. And I wonder if I miss something in that. Mm -hmm. When, so shortly after I had that session in college, um, that really changed the perspective. And I realized, you know, similar to tithing again, it's choosing to sacrifice something, but you will be rewarded greatly. 
for that mm-hmm. sacrifice. And I think that's kind of the first principle to apply when approaching Sabbath is realizing it's something you have to fight for. And that's you know why we titled this episode Fighting for Rest. Sabbath isn't something that's just going to come mm-hmm. come to you. You have to fight for mm-hmm. it and you have to choose to say no to other things. It requires some sacrifice. So for myself in school, I remember, again, like you were saying, Quinn, you don't have a lot of time. You are busy with deadlines. You have classes to do. Every moment is filled with homework and maybe you have a job and maybe you're volunteering and all of these things. Um, But what I chose to do is to set aside Saturday mornings. Um, For me in that season, that's what fit well Mm. with my schedule. And I knew that that was something I could look forward to. So Saturday mornings, I would get up and I would have a cup of coffee. And I knew that until one o'clock that day, I could do what I wanted without time. Um, and it was hard because I remember, you know, there were times when a friend would be like, hey, do you want to come to this event with me Saturday morning? Or maybe we can go to brunch or something. And, you know, sometimes you could say yes to those things, but sometimes it was intentionally saying no. Like that is mm. the time that I'm choosing to have as my Sabbath. And I'm going to do things that are going to restore my soul and give me rest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally relate to that, Liz. Like I'm currently taking online college classes <laughs> and working full time and involved in church stuff and and want to be able to do that well and have some semblance of, you know, community and <laughs> social life. Uh, but it is hard and it does require sacrifice. And that is something you have to wrestle with. I think it does look different, again, depending on what season you're in. For a while, it looked like Sunday was the day that I didn't do school um, and that, that you have to work really hard <laughs> to to make that a reality. And uh, a couple semesters ago, it was wrestling with the, you know, making a decision if I needed to drop a class mm. or more mm. um, to fight for that Sabbath. And, and like mm. Hebrews talks about making an effort for that because it is important and that's really hard. And I'm not saying that that's what's required of everybody. Mm. Um, and even after dropping that class, I still found that I couldn't dedicate an entire day to just rest in that Mm. way, but I was able to create some space for it, but it does mean taking a good hard look at what Mm. your life looks like and how you're able to fight for that rest. Mm. Um, but it, it takes very practical steps for sure. Yeah. A bunch of uh, good Christian resources have been coming out, I feel like the last maybe five or 10 years related to rest mm. and kind of uh, addressing the cultural moment that we're in um, where, you know, uh, Elizabeth, you talked about that grind and that hustle that, you know, everybody just kind of buys into. Mm. And it, it it's corrosive. Like, mm-hmm. um, physically, emotionally, mentally, mm-hmm. relationally, spiritually, like in so many different ways when uh, when our our bent is toward efficiency and work and mm-hmm. work and work and we don't rest. I mean, we're worse friends. Mm-hmm. We're, mm-hmm. we're not as in tune with the spirit mm-hmm. to be praying for people. We're not as kind. We're mm-hmm. not, you know, like there's, a, you know, so many different things that are yeah. affected by that. Um, and most of all, I think it is our relationship with the Lord that that is really um, at the heart of Sabbath. Mm. Like at the heart of rest is resting in Jesus. At the heart of rest is 
recognizing like the 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 grand <laughs> rescue story that God had for us where we were going to be working ourselves to death <laughs> and he said well you you can't even do it the right way. I'm going to do it the right way for you. Mm -hmm. And then because I've completed that, you're going to be able to rest in me. Mm -hmm. um, you know, Jesus talks about um, giving us, uh, you know, his cross to bear, his yoke is burden and his burden is light. Mm -hmm. And it's like, how, how is that? Like, I mean, I feel like mm -hmm. I need to wrestle with these things. I need to ponder and meditate and really think through it because I want I want my life not to end in uh, in burnout. Like mm, burnout's yeah. becoming such a serious a thing, in, thing in business, in life, in, in even ministry. in spiritual leaders yeah. and ministry. Yeah. And uh, I've talked to uh, Serena DeLoglos here at Teen Pact. Probably every three to six months, we'll have one of those hallway conversations of the <laughs> Teen Pact office where, you know, it's the next big story mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. of a ministry leader that's fallen or somebody that's left the church or something like that. And it's like, how can we endure? How can we mm -hmm. press on? How can we get to the end of our lives? How can we be finishing our ministry at 75 years mm -hmm. old or whatever and and say, we ran well, we were yeah. faithful. God, God sustained us through every step of the way. And honestly, I'm coming to a deeper conviction that rest and this idea of Sabbath mm -hmm. must be a part of that if yeah. we're going to hope to get yeah. there. I think something even to think about too is that Sabbath, it isn't strictly also just that day. You know, it's not just Sunday. It's not the day that you take to set apart. It's also an attitude and a heart set. You know, if you have an attitude of Sabbath, it means that you are choosing daily to abide in the Lord and that you are basing your identity and all of your work. It goes back to that yes. and you're allowing yourself to rest in that. Um, a book I've read recently um, called The Rest of God by Mark Buchanan um, that's really been very helpful for me and kind of shaping my, my thoughts on this. Um, I'm going to read this quote to you guys about, um, from that book. He says, we foolishly and pridefully believe that everything depends on us. If we stop moving, won't it all fall to pieces? Our treasured plans will surely fail. In the end, we want to have control over our lives and think our value and worth come from our own actions. But Sabbath is an act of humility, submitting to the Lord's plans and trusting that he, what he has done is enough. Mm. I think that's what is difficult for us sometimes in our yeah. culture is I'm kind of speaking for myself at least. I mean, I found I base so much of my worth and my value in what I can accomplish. Mm -hmm. um, and what I love about, if you think about the scripture too, uh, when God first gave this command in Exodus, think about who this was written to. It was written to the Israelites. They had just come from being slaves in Egypt mm -hmm. where their value it was wrapped around, you know, their production. What could they produce? How productive were they as this slave? But in that moment, he's telling them to rest and to abide mm, in him. That's beautiful. And I think that's how it applies to us too in our culture is that our value and our worth, it doesn't come from, you know, if you get all A's in your classes, if you're making enough money at your job, if you get the job you want, even if, you know, parents, how you're raising your children, it applies to us because we can pause and we can stop and we can say, Lord, on this day and always, I'm choosing to let go of my own plans. Mm -hmm. I'm okay to stop working and I can say what you have done is enough and my value is settled at the cross and what you've accomplished for me. There's so much about this discussion that speaks against the way that our culture teaches us. Mm -hmm. Like our culture 
just sets up something completely different. Like um, even even if you're not expected to work and grind and hustle all through seven days, you're at least supposed to do it through five days. Mm -hmm. And then you get to the weekend and then it's just like games and fun and drinks (laughs) and all these like, Mm -hmm. you know, just trying to like be happy, live it up. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, that I think that's why you have the thank God it's Friday thing. Mm -hmm. It's like work is terrible and can't Mm -hmm. wait for the weekend. Um, And then the weekend becomes like this separation from the rest of life. So there's this it's huge like we flip and switch. We yeah. Have a new yeah. Life. You yeah. suddenly unplug. And like yeah. neither one of those is healthy. Like the overwork's not healthy and the extreme like leisure and pleasure and just like doing whatever the heck you want is not good either. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so it's like, I, I love how throughout scripture, not just the New Testament, but like God's model from creation to the law in Exodus through, you know, the, the, you know, the prophecies that lead to Messiah, like all of that shows us a better way like Mm. god has a better way like god designed us he knows us he's created us a certain way and he created us for him Mm. like you think even back to the garden with adam and eve that communion that they had with him like even that phrase you know that they were walking in the cool of the day Mm. like there's such relational harmony that you kind of pick up on in the poetry of of genesis and like that's what God made us for. And ever since the fall of sin, like we, we've, he's been working to restore that and to bring us back into mm-hmm. that relationship, into communion. Mm-hmm. And as we think about it in terms of a spiritual discipline, a Sabbath rest as a spiritual discipline, what's the goal? Like the goal is to make us more like Jesus. Mm-hmm. The goal is to be a part of God's like huge plan since the beginning of time, since creation, since the fall, like all this has been transpiring. And his goal for us is that between right now and until we get to heaven, Mm -hmm. that we're going to be more like Jesus. And I think rest is how we're going to do that. Mm -hmm. It's not resting all the time. The Mm -hmm. Bible has a ton to say about the value of work and the Mm -hmm. dignity of work and doing that with excellence. Mm -hmm. But my goodness, if we're hoping to become like Jesus, if we're hoping to run this race with endurance, it will take rest. Yeah. Have you guys, um, I love C.S. Lewis's book, Surprised by Joy. He talks about how we get little glimpse of, glimpses of eternity here yeah. on earth. Mm-hmm. And I think that Sabbath is almost like that glimpse of what eternity is going to look like. Um, and that kind of gets into a conversation. Now we can kind of shift gears and think practically, yeah. but um I think that if we change the way that we rest, it's thinking, you know, it's not just like we were saying earlier, it's not sitting at home thinking solemn thoughts. Yeah. It's ceasing and stopping, but it's also celebrating. It's not about, you know, we were saying it's not about the things you can't do. It's about things you can do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's what eternity is going to be like with our mm-hmm. Savior. You know, it's going to be filled with joy. We're going to be able to abide in him and rest in him and celebrate. And it's going to be wonderful. So oh, that's a huge part. And you think of that in light of eternity, like, you know, the goal of all this is to be more like Jesus, to know more of him and to become um, more like him. And and ultimately, we'll find that rest and that delight in him when we're together with mm-hmm. him. And, and I think Sabbath is, you know, helping to paint that picture of what that looks like. Mm-hmm. And, and it is not, you know, sitting there <laughs> by candlelight knitting something (laughs) while somebody's reading, you know, 
from Leviticus or something. Mm-hmm. Um, that that that's all good, and I think there's a time to contemplate, and I think that's that's an element of Sabbath. Mm-hmm. But simply delighting in the Lord and what He's mm-hmm. done, you see that in Genesis when He rested, mm-hmm. when He said, you know, it is is done it is good yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and he delighted in that and that's mm-hmm. an element that we ought to be practicing in our sabbath as mm-hmm. well yeah so let's talk practically then about you know what what rest looks like what does that mean um quinn you said earlier you know how our culture kind of gets rest wrong and it's kind of like this gluttonous thing where we're trying to get as much pleasure out of it in mm-hmm. the moment as we can <laughs> um But I think what we see in scripture is that rest is a time, you know, choosing to take a Sabbath is when you take a time and it is set aside and you sanctify that time. It is, um, trying to think of the the word, it is a sacred time Mm -hmm. um, when you are intentional to do the things that first give you rest, um, the things that also allow you to delight in the Lord and to delight in his creation, Mm -hmm. um, so that, that lady I heard at the professor, um, she was saying, you know, for her growing up, you know, they would go to the beach um, mm-hmm. on Sabbath mm-hmm. and they would sit there. They wouldn't bring um, technology or phones or anything like that. They would just spend time together. They would play in the sands. They would play in the water. They would build sandcastles. They would talk and they would just soak up the Lord's creation. Um, I referenced what I did in college. For me now, um, I'm my husband and I, we take kind of Saturdays has kind of become our Sabbath. Um, And for us, you know, we wake up and we make pancakes um, (laughs) and we um, will read together. You know, for me, I love reading. And to me, that's something that is restful. Um, And it gives me more time where I can just, sometimes I read for fun, just a fiction book um, because I find that enjoyable and it gives Mm -hmm. me rest and I delight in that. Um, But it can look different for everybody. And I think that's kind of the big thing to emphasize is that there's not a one size fits all way to approach Sabbath. Mm-hmm. Um, there are certainly principles to follow, but depending on the season you're in and depending on you as well, it's going to look very different from person to person. Mm, yeah, I love that. I was just talking about this with someone else, like the different practicalities of what Sunday or Sabbath looks like. For me, it often looks like <laughs> that's my long run day. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm out, I'm running and yeah, running is hard and terrible and all the things, but also <laughs> it, it does bring me joy. I do really love, you know, exploring the city or, or running around a new park or, or something. And then I also, this is a little bit harder <laughs> because of COVID and whatnot, but um, oftentimes in the afternoons, I'll take time to just sit in a coffee shop. I love coffee shops. It's mm. one of my favorite things to just sit there um, and, and for once not be doing homework, but just read a book. Um, like you were saying, Liz, like that, mm. that does bring me a lot of delight. And there's a certain element of contemplating and pondering the things of the Lord. So like, I'm, I'm always intentional that these books aren't like, you know, my school books or mm-hmm. whatever. It, it might be more you know, theological, Mm -hmm. or it might be a little bit more lighthearted, but, Mm -hmm. um, that, that is very restful to me. And and sometimes that is with people and somebody else will also be there reading Mm -hmm. a book. Um, but being still quiet and still and resting in that. And and sometimes it's by myself. And and Mm -hmm. I think you kind of got to work out how you can best do that and, and best rest there. But that's, that's definitely been part of my Sabbath. Yeah, and and with 
any of these practices, I think it, one danger to consider is that you shouldn't just gravitate toward what's comfortable for you mm -hmm. just in a leisurely sense, mm -hmm. yeah. but to remember that if rest is meant to be a spiritual discipline, that word spiritual, mm -hmm. then that means it's meant to produce holiness, produce godliness, mm -hmm. produce a mm -hmm. Christ-likeness, a God-wordness, a God-centeredness. Mm -hmm. And so it's looking at something like a conversation with a friend or pancakes with your spouse or taking a nap as a gift of God as mm -hmm. a part of his rest for you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, some days that's going to look like you should go to the gym. And other mm -hmm. days going to the gym would be overworking your body because mm -hmm. it's been a hard week mm -hmm. and you should take a nap or you should read a book or you should mm -hmm. have a conversation with a friend or you should do a personal Bible study mm -hmm. or, you know, there's so many different mm -hmm. practical applications for this. I think what we often fail to do is to actually wrestle with what could that look like and how do I actually put together a practice of it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so Elizabeth, one of the things I've, I've appreciated in hearing you, you share about this is that, you know, you in college and then now even you in marriage are saying, no, we're committed to a practice of this. We're mm -hmm. going to set aside time to do this thing, to reflect in this way. Mm -hmm. And even if it's reading a fiction book or eating pancakes, <laughs> like if you're doing that for the purpose of godliness to rest in the mm -hmm. Lord and his mm -hmm. finished work, that's a powerful thing that God is using to shape your soul to rest mm -hmm. in him yeah. more fully. And ultimately, that's the purpose of spiritual disciplines. That's the mm -hmm. purpose of this podcast mini series. Like we really wanted our listeners to wrestle with these things. Mm -hmm. And so my encouragement is to look at scripture, talk to people in your home community and your local church and, and talk to them about what are some ways that you, maybe older Christian, maybe it's a mom or a dad or a pastor, mm -hmm. what are some ways that you've put this rest into a practice? And, and really consider what that might look like for your life because it will be transformative. Thank you for joining us for this special edition of the Team Pact Podcast. Have any questions about today's episode? Send us an email at communications at teampact.com or you can visit our website for more information about our programs and state classes.